Chapter Twenty Four Weddings of Etiquette Made Easy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Etiquette Made Easy by Edward Squire. Weddings. The wedding invitations are sent out fully two weeks before the marriage, at least, and they may be sent earlier, up to a limit of two months. The invitation is engraved on white paper, of which there is a double sheet. The invitation itself must occupy only the first page. An average size is between seven and eight inches in length, and about an inch less in width script is usually preferred the invitation is folded once and placed in an unsealed envelope with the guest's name written on it another envelope is used to contain this on which are written both the name and address and it is sealed for delivery by post or messenger it should be borne in mind that while husband and wife are joined in a single invitation, other members of the family must be separately invited, except that more than one daughter may be included under the designation the Misses, and similarly more than one son, the Misters. Otherwise, a daughter receives an individual invitation, as does also a son. In cities, on the occasion of church weddings, where strangers often intrude, it is common to enclose with the invitation a small card inscribed, Please present this card at the Church of the Incarnation on Tuesday, June the 1st. A standard form for the wording of the invitation is as follows. Mr. and Mrs. Henry L. Hudson Request the honor of your presence at the marriage of their daughter, Harriet, to Mr. James Mead Trowbridge on Tuesday afternoon, June the 1st, at half past three o'clock, the Church of the Incarnation, Baltimore. The invitations are issued in the names of the bride's parents, or lacking them in the name of her nearest relative unless this should be an unmarried sister. When the invitations are issued by a brother, his name only may be used, even though he is married. But when the relation is a married woman, the name of the husband also appears on the invitations. Such invitations issued by someone other than the parents follow the form given above exactly save that the full name of the bride must be given instead of her christian name alone and of course the proper relationship must be indicated by a word substituted for daughter it is usual when the bride is a stepdaughter to specify the relationship in the invitation thus in the form given above if harriet were the daughter of mrs hudson by a previous marriage the phrase would run at the marriage of mrs hudson's daughter 
harriet blake rothwell if she were the daughter of mr hudson the phrase would be at the marriage of mr hudson's daughter harriet the invitations to either a wedding breakfast or reception is enclosed with the invitation to the ceremony but the engraved card is of the ordinary size mr and mrs henry l hudson request the pleasure of company on tuesday june first at half past twelve o'clock thirty six fremont avenue but often the name is admitted and the invitation may read simply reception from four o'clock thirty six fremont avenue the initials r s v p may be used in the lower left-hand corner of either form the only essential difference in the form of the invitation to a home wedding is that instead of asking for the honor of your presence the request is for the pleasure of your company of course the home address must be given at the end instead of the name of the church when the ceremony is performed in the presence of only a limited number of friends those who are to witness it receive with their invitation a small engraved card inscribed ceremony at three o'clock or whatever the hour may be announcement cards following the celebration of a quiet wedding are sent out on the day of the marriage the paper used is the same as that for the invitations mr and mrs henry l hudson have the honor of announcing the marriage of their daughter harriet to mr james mead trowbridge on tuesday june the first at the church of the incarnation a combination card of bride and groom with their address and perhaps her at home day may be enclosed with the announcement if for any reason the announcement cards are not issued by the bride's relatives they may be sent out by the engaged pair using the bride's maiden name mr george hart bagot and miss mary elizabeth peck have the honor of announcing their marriage on monday june the seventh at the church of the incarnation albany unless the invitation to a wedding carries the letters r s v p it does not require any reply but an invitation to the reception or breakfast should be acknowledged by two visiting cards sent to the bride's parents when attendance is not possible or convenient an acceptance or declination is written in the third person and follows the corresponding form in reference to a dinner invitation with the necessary verbal change substituting wedding reception of their daughter for dinner no acknowledgment is required for announcement cards but it is well to call on or leave cards for the bride's parents it is impossible to state exactly all the details in connection with the marriage ceremony since the variations in personal taste and circumstances are such that the wedding may be fittingly celebrated in almost regal state 
with a dozen bridesmaids and everything else with like profusion or the rite may be carried out with a plainness and simplicity that yet perhaps yields a significance more touching than that of the gorgeous spectacle each circle in every community has its own accepted traditions and it is always better that these should be followed the vagarities of fashion may often tempt its votarities to extravagances in following the fads and fancies of the moment but there should be no frivolous tampering with the marriage rite which is proclaimed as a sacrament by the church and should always be esteemed as the most sacred act in the lives of those who thus make their covenants together it need only be added that for an evening wedding the bridegroom wears the regulation evening clothes while for an hour earlier in the day his costume includes a frock coat of black or dark blue a black or white waistcoat and striped trousers of a lighter shade than the coat the scarf should be a white ascot caught with a pearl pin he wears patent leather shoes and gray suede gloves a silk hat forms the headgear to accompany either the evening dress or the other a maiden bride should wear white and a veil of tulle with orange blossoms the gown may be decollete and sleeveless for an evening wedding a woman who has been married before may wear any color pleasing to her but not white and she must not veil herself nor display the orange blossoms a train properly distinguishes the wedding gown on receipt of an invitation to a wedding any gift should be sent to the bride without delay there is no obligation on the part of a merely formal acquaintance to send a gift when invited to a church wedding but it is permissible such an obligation exists for one invited to the breakfast or reception as well as one to be among a limited number present at the actual marriage on the occasion of a home wedding sometimes those invited to a church wedding compromise by sending flowers the distinction between the maiden and the matron is again emphasized in the matter of the bouquet carried by the bride which for the maiden should be of white flowers such as lilies of the valley while for the woman it must be at least touched with color perhaps of orchids End of chapter 24. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. End of Etiquette Made Easy by Edward Squire.